Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Today we come together once again as God's people and uh, together with, with those who may be seeking the Lord. Tayong lahat po ay uh, nagkakasama ngayon dito sa tinatawag naming online place of grace. A place where we can receive and experience God's grace no? as we uh, encounter the Lord through His Word. So, ating uh, ihanda ang sarili natin physically, as well as emotionally and spiritually. On the physical side, siguro, maupo muna tayo sandali, manahimik po tayo, alisin muna natin yung mga distractions, at uh, you know, panandalian, ibaba na muna natin kung naman yung ginagawa natin, if it's possible, okay, unless it's uh, delikado. But uh, some of you, I know, misa may mga nakikinig kasi while they're driving. So I understand that. So, simply, you cannot uh, close your eyes or, uh, you know, uh, not uh, steer the wheel. Ikana. But anyway, for everyone else, you know, i-ready na po natin yung sarili natin. Uh, if it's not necessary, let's just uh, prepare ourselves. Our topic today is entitled, Searching for Reliable People. I read one time, um, I, I forgot the, uh, the title of the book, but uh, someone uh, said that Christianity is just a generation away from extinction. Now, of course, that is just an exaggeration. Dahil alam naman natin, uh, Jesus promised that the church will prevail. You can find that in Matthew 16, verse 18. Pero you know, in a way, uh, there is some truth to that statement. Pag inisip mo yan. The fact is, we need reliable people who will carry on the task of uh, preaching the gospel, you know, making disciples in every generation, so that the work of God will just continue and to expand until the Lord returns. So, kailangan natin ang mga reliable people in every generation. And if we don't find those people, and if we don't nurture them and train them and build them up and send them out, baka nga masasabi natin na Christianity is just a generation away from extinction. Again, of course, we really don't mean that because we know the Lord will take care of His church. Nevertheless, may responsibility po tayo. We need to find reliable people. And if you are one of those, then talagang you should pray. Maybe because God may want you to just offer your life to Him so that He can use you for the spread of the gospel. 
So, how do we find such people? Ano itsura nila? What, what do they look like? Itong mga reliable people na to. Let's now uh, go to our passage, which is Luke 9, verse 57 to 62. We are now, ikanga uh, embarking on a journey of discipleship dito sa Gospel of Luke. From chapter 1 hanggang chapter 9, verse 50, uh, the whole question that is being addressed by Luke is simply yung question na, who is Jesus? Pero from chapter 9, verse 51, you know, after the turning point of the disciples recognizing that Jesus is the Christ of God, they now begin a journey of uh, intensive discipleship with Jesus, leading up to the Passion Week, because Jesus will prepare them for His departure, where He will be crucified on the cross. So, chapter 9, verse 57, ikanga is uh, those uh, preliminary or ikanga foundational na mga teachings about what it means to follow Him. But I'd like to just uh, clarify, you know, as we read, you would notice na there is a specific category of disciples that Jesus is really talking about here. Kasi dalawang level ang discipleship. Yung tinatawag na general discipleship, which is the call of Jesus for everyone. And uh, the the Word of God would, you know, is clear about yung general calling of the Lord to follow Him. And then there's the specific type, which is really for those who are being set apart to... Uh, follow Jesus in a more ikanga, committed way so that they can proclaim the gospel. And I believe it's the latter that is being addressed dito sa chapter 9 verses 57 to 62. Now you can uh, probably agree with me as we read. So basahin natin, no? As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Now, Jesus replied, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. In verse 62, Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. So you see, if you just pay attention to what I just read, you would notice that this particular theme or topic is not really for general disciples per se, but for those specific people whom the Lord wants to call to serve Him, to proclaim the gospel of the kingdom of God. And uh, I know, you know, that may seem to be parang uh, confusing to some of you, but if we don't distinguish that, 
uh, we will lay such a heavy burden, lalong-lalo na sa mga hindi naman tinatawag ng Panginoon, you know, to be actively involved in proclaiming the gospel and serving the Lord in the kingdom of God. Imagine mo ang lola, you know, lolo, uh, being told na they have to, you know, follow what Jesus says here. Uh, that would be, uh, you know, uh, impractical and unworkable, okay? Uh, perhaps in, in some lesser degree, you know, uh, they can do that. But if you think about it, uh, they, this is not really addressed to them. It's addressed rather to people whom the Lord is calling to uh, to serve Him specifically by, you know, uh, proclaiming the gospel and making disciples, you know, and serving the Lord in the kingdom of God in an active way. Ayan. So, well, you can disagree with me concerning that, but we can, you know, uh, agree to disagree if you like. But that's my take dito sa passage na to, and that's where I'm going with this devotional this morning. So let us pray. Tayo po ay manalangin. Let's ask God for His grace. At uh, ingin natin ang tulong ng Panginoon for enlightenment. So Lord, maraming salamat sa biyaya mo sa amin sa araw po na ito. We come before you um, uh, entrusting ourselves, O oh God, and, and believing that we are here because you invited us here, you called us here, and by your Spirit, uh, you would enable us to experience uh, the grace of God this morning. Turuan nyo kami, Panginoon, enlighten us and give us understanding. By your grace, Panginoon, tulungan nyo po kami na maunawaan namin kung ano ang sinasabi mo sa iyong salita. At upang sa ganun ay makita namin how it applies sa aming sarili. Thank you, Lord, at uh, puli, pinapuri ka namin, at uh, we entrust to you itong buong uh, morning divo na ito. Um, trusting God that uh, because of this or out of this, we would come away uh, enlightened and encouraged and equipped. So maraming salamat po, Panginoon. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, searching for reliable people. Now, the Apostle Paul said to Timothy that he must entrust, you know, yung mga natutunan niya from Paul to reliable, be to reliable people who will be able to ikang, uh, uh, be faithful in continuing the task or the ministry. We find that in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. And trust to reliable people, sabi niya, uh, who would be, you know, uh, faithful to teach others also. Now, hindi lahat ng tao ay merong ganong responsibilidad. Hindi lahat ng tao ay tinatawag ng Panginoon na ika nga oh, mali sa bahay nila, sa pamilya nila, or whatever, uh, or talagang uh, make a commitment talaga to preach the gospel. I know some people think, that is the case, pero it, it really lays down such a heavy burden sa mga tao na who may not be capable or gifted or 
not not really the kind of people that God wants to you know to do such things but there are people indeed that God wants to set apart and he calls them now the church tayo as a whole we should be praying for reliable people uh dial without reliable people the gospel will not be proclaimed and disciples will not be made in fact yung distinction na yun is so crucial na i believe na the church should really uh pray and have a system concerning reliable people are always being identified and trained and nurtured and really empowered no and uh sent out but uh they are continuing to fulfill the lord's commandment no of making disciples of all nations so our topic today uh again this is my take on the passage you know uh the question that i want to answer is what are the qualities of a reliable person through the years as a pastor you know um I have been doing things, you know, perhaps not in the way that the Lord would want me to do so. Because um, simply, I'm also the product of uh, the generations of uh, ministry and, and everything that has been passed on. Uh, pero recently, the Lord has been clarifying to me what He desires. And I believe na kailangan magkaroon talaga ng ng specific focus in identifying and setting apart and training itong mga reliable people na ito. So, what are the qualities? So, there are three essential characteristics that I see uh, from this passage that I believe would, should be uh, the characteristic of a person, no? Na dapat uh, natin uh, i-set apart at uh, i-challenge to offer their lives to the Lord, to to be part of the workforce of proclaiming the gospel and making disciples. Now, of course, everyone else can do their part. You know? Everyone else can share the gospel, but not in the sense that yung talagang tunay na nakafocus ka, you know? Because for most people, they probably share the gospel anytime na may opportunity sila, but that's not their work, Okay? Uh, or maybe they might be serving in the ministry, usually in the church, as ushers or praise team. But again, that's not the work. You know, the, when the scriptures talk about the work of the gospel, it's more specific. You know, it has to do with the apostolic work of uh, proclaiming the good news and making disciples and establishing churches. So, yun talaga yung work of the gospel. And... Uh, People can be part of it in some way, like donating or supporting, but it's not their full-time work. Unlike those who are really being called by God uh, to be more actively involved. They may have their part-time job, siguro, but that's their talagang uh, commitment. So let's talk about these characteristics. Una sa lahat, they're willing to live a life of sacrifice, not comfort. I think we need to find people like that because most people are basically interested in their own happiness and comfort and success in life. Uh, they want to pursue their careers. They want to establish their families. They want to have a, a house of their own, maybe a car or two, you know. 
Uh, and uh, that's all right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, if a person is not really being called by God to uh, focus himself on the gospel, I think that's not really a problem. And I'm not saying uh, for those who might be preaching the gospel na bawal sila magkaroon ng comfort o sariling bahay o susakyan. That's not what I meant. What I meant is that, there, you know, as a, as a fundamental direction in life, if we are to look for a person now who can really be reliable, uh, to whom we can entrust the gospel and the work of the Lord, we have to find somebody whose fundamental direction in life is that he's willing to live a life of sacrifice, not comfort. Now I want to read verse 57 and 58 in light of that. Sabini Jesus, as they were walking along a road, a man said to him, I'll... I'll I will follow you wherever you go. Now, hindi sinabi ni Jesus. I mean, sinabi ni, ni Luke, no kwento sa atin. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Now, it's quite generic. A man, sabi niya, said to him. So, this is someone else, not necessarily part of the twelve. But as we all know, Jesus would empower, hindi lang yung twelve, but seventy-two more. Later on, we'll see that. No? So, this could be one of those 72. I mean, I will follow you wherever you go. Now, in verse 58, Jesus replied, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Now, what does Jesus mean? He's trying to, you know, challenge this person as the motivation. Meron siyang motivation, but he wants this person to weigh the costs. And to consider what he's getting into. Again, ang aking take dito sa passage na to is, this, is that he's referring to those who really want to join the work of the gospel. And so he's telling that person, would you consider Now, doing so would not mean comfort for you. It would mean sacrifice. So let me just go back to that point na gusto kong sabihin. Willing to live a life of sacrifice not comfort. Now, it's hard to find people like that, for sure, like I said. Kasi karimihan sa mga tao are more interested in their comfort and happiness and uh, well-being and, you know, for their families and so forth. Uh, that's their main interest. Again, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's uh, really a difference of yung fundamental choice that we make inside our hearts of how we really want to live. So practically speaking, what I mean is that, uh, you know, for example, someone might come to me and say, uh, Pastor Bong, I, I want to become a pastor. I want to be part of the work of the gospel. I realize now, now what I should say to that person is, okay, Give yourself a year and consider it carefully and uh, discern it well. Because what you are asking is not a life of comfort. Those of us who have decided to offer our lives to the Lord, to the work of preaching the gospel, now we may have some comforts and praise God for that, but that is not our main aim in life. We don't mind even if we come to the point, no? Now, we are not comfortable that we have to sacrifice. 
I always share this with people uh, who want to know my story. Now, when, when I was starting uh, off in the in the ministry together with my wife, you know, madalas wala kaming pamasahe. We would just walk from one house to another, hoping na merong offering somehow dun sa Bible study that can enable us to, uh, you know, that can give us pamasahe to go back home or to have uh, money for food. Madalas naghati lang kami ng asawa ko ng Jollibee. Uh, chicken, you know, and <laughs> uh, and and sometimes, uh, you know, sempre she has to eat more because mas payat siya sa akin. And, and through the years, you know, since uh, I answered the call of God, there have been many, many difficulties uh, that my wife and I went through. Yung mga times na hindi ko alam saan ako kukuha ng pantuition fee ng mga anak ko nung nag-aaral sila. But those, that's part of it. I was willing to accept it because I answered the call of God. Uh, there, there, there have been times in the church na wala akong salary for a long time. But we endured because we knew that that is the calling of the Lord. So willing to live a life of sacrifice, not comfort. Because some people think na it's an easy job, you know, pag ikaw ay uh, nagpastor ka, Naisip nila, well, you know, maganda yan, may sweldo ka, wala ka masyadong ginagawa. That's not true, you know. And often, as a pastor, you have to uh, give a lot of time for people, uh, and it takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, hindi katulad ng, you know, mostly mga trabaho is, uh, you know, 8 to 9 hours siguro. Uh, whether morning yan or evening yan, depende kung sa kayo nagtatrabaho. But you know the deadline. Pag tapos na, tapos na, uwi na kayo. But for those who are in the work of the Lord, you know, minsan walang ganun, walang boundaries na ganun. People may call you sometimes in the middle of the night kasi there's a crisis and you have to go. So, a person who is reliable must be a person who's living or, or is willing to live a life of sacrifice. It's like getting married, you know. <laughs> uh, if you're getting married, you're willing to live a life of a married person with all its limitations. Now, I think what we need in the church is to identify people like this. Not everyone are willing to do this. Again, as far as the call of God for general discipleship, the Lord is not telling everybody to, you know, parang, okay, kalimutan na nila na magkaroon sila ng sariling bahay or anything like that. That's not really the general call of God for people. Okay, if you study the scriptures carefully, you know, most people who are called by God to be followers of Him in a general sense, they just con- they, they can just continue on with what the Lord is giving them, they can work, you know, and raise up a family and so forth. But there are those who are being set aside, set apart for the gospel. And they must be willing to live a life of sacrifice, not comfort. Again, the second characteristic na nakikita ko sa passage na to is that these types of people must be willing to let go of disordered attachments. What do I mean by that? A disordered attachment is anything that comes in the way of really serving the Lord and honoring Him with our lives. And this may not be things that are bad in themselves or evil. 
they're just disordered. In other words, they become priority even though they should not be. And for a lot of people, this is going to be a struggle. Because when you are answering the call of God to serve Him in the, in the ministry, your disordered attachments will always pull you down and will always cause tension. Uh, if you are, for example, parang uh, dreaming of traveling or going to different places, which is not wrong, but it can be a disordered attachment, preventing you from offering your life to God. So, yung pag-abroad, walang masama dyan. In fact, if you are serving the Lord, He may actually give you the opportunity to go abroad. Pero what we're talking about here is a person who has decided in his heart that there will be no other attachment, or in other words, nothing in this life, even if it's good, you know, or whatever, is going to be, ikanga, it would uh, set aside yung decision mo to follow Christ and serve Him in the ministry. Now let's look at verse 59 and 60. Sabi niya, He said to another man, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Uh, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I mean, uh, but what he meant is that, of course, hintayin niya na dumating yung time na yung tatay niya ay matanda na at eventually mamamatay na. And so, ililibing niya. So, the person is basically say, saying, wait lang, Lord, you know, kailangan sikasuhin ko muna ito. And in verse 60, Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. That may seem harsh, uh, diba, at first, when you read it. Parang, parang cruel naman si Lord dito. But again, like I said, he's not talking to everyone here. He's not, he's not addressing the general discipleship, you know, that he wants people to uh, respond to. So, of course, siempre, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, burying your father, meaning waiting until your parents, you know, have fulfilled their lifespan at uh, siempre, pagdating na ng panahon, they would die, and so you'll bury them. Uh, and that that means, you know, you just take care of your parents. Yung talaga ibig sabihin nun. And so there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? In fact, there are a lot of things that is part of God's gift sa atin, uh, this side of eternity, now, there's really nothing wrong with that, okay? Uh, doing this and doing that, you know, uh, for your family and so forth. All those things are not uh, evil. But if you are being called by God, if the Lord is telling you, come, I want to use you to proclaim the gospel, then that's a different thing. Because delaying your response to that is disobedience to God. When you say, Teka muna Lord, uh, you know, like, palalakihin ko muna lahat ang mga anak ko, you know, pag nakatapos na sila, and then nag-asawa na sila, and then nagkaroon sila ng mga anak, and then established na sila, so Lord, sige, uh, then I, I would obey you. You see, this is not, this conversation is not meant for all those uh, regular disciples of Christ na uh, hindi naman niya tinatawag, no? 
to really give their lives fully to the proclamation of the gospel. That's why I believe that it would be unkind to apply this to everybody. You will just put a guilt trip sa mga tao uh, unnecessarily. No, this is for people na tinatawag ng Panginoon na, you know, I've set apart you for birth, from birth, I've given you the gifts. I want you to dedicate them to the proclamation of the gospel. Yun yung mga tao ina-address ni Jesus dito. And so, I believe na if we're going to, uh, you know, look for reliable people, we must look for people who are willing to let go of disordered attachments. And that's why there's a testing period. You know, there's a period for discernment. Now, you, you may not be this kind of person if you're listening to me, pero you may be part of a church that really desires to raise up such people. You should really pray and, and really help the leadership of the church to choose because this is so important. Pag yung mga tinawag na natin, on our side, alimbawa, yung sineset apart natin na maging mga leaders, kanyan, maging mga pastors, hindi natin pinagpipray maigit, hindi natin binibigyan ng sapat na time yung mga tao to really discern kung ano ba'y nasa heart nila. We may find ourselves in, in situations na, you know, ikalulungkot din natin later on. Uh, mga tao are not willing to live a life of sacrifice, so you will find people who are always parang uh, driven by the greener pastures, ikanga. If you don't look for people who are willing to let go of disordered attachments, then you will find uh, pastors or leaders na parang divided lagi yung puso. Okay? And then finally, we must look for people who are willing to prioritize service in the kingdom of God. Those who would if given the choice, would always make the right choice. And they would say, first is my service in the kingdom of God. Again, this is not easy. Because, uh, lalo na, you know, uh, for those na maring iba yung aspirations na in life. Kaya nga, for example, if a person is married, kailangan silang dalawa mag-asawa mag-usap mahigi because uh, they would be divided you know, in their hearts. If one person is willing to prioritize service or ministry in the kingdom of God, while well, the other one is in the, gusto niya iba. Let's read verse 61 to 62. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. No? Now, Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Now, why did Jesus say that? Kasi yung sinabi ng tao, let me go back. Ibig sabihin, nandun na siya. You know? Sumusulod na siya. Okay? Uh, he's already in the midst of it. Pero sabi niya, balik muna ako, Lord. And Jesus said, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. So in other words, ito yung napakahalaga because that's why there's a period of testing and discernment and confirmation Kasi it's not going to be easy and if you feel that you are being uh, pulled back by something else, uh, then you should go. You know, because if you cannot focus, then you cannot be, uh, you will not be able to serve in the kingdom of God. 
Again, this is what I mean. Uh, these are not, these verses, this passage is not referring to disciples in general, but those who are being set apart to really become part of the workforce of God in the kingdom of God. So they should be willing to live a life of sacrifice, not comfort. They should be willing to let go of disordered attachments. And they must be willing to prioritize service in the kingdom of God. Let's pray for this. Kailangan natin ang mga taong ganito. And I have come to realize in my own ministry, now if I don't find these people, you know, by the grace of God, I'm now in my, ano, 60s, 62 na ako. If I don't find these types of people, you know, ROCC may not be able to continue on, you know. Of course, I may be saying that too much, you know, so I know the Lord is the one taking care of this church. But I believe that I have the responsibility to find these people, to find reliable people. So let me give you the bottom line of our morning devo. The gospel can only be entrusted to reliable people. This is now my conviction, and this is what I'm sharing with you right now. The gospel can only be entrusted to reliable people. Ang ebanghelyo ay maaari lamang ipagkatiwala sa mga taong maaasahan. So even if you are not this type of person, you should pray for the church. You should uh, do your best. And pag meron ng mga napili o na, na, you know, na, na, na go through na ng equipping and training or even just discernment, you should support and help them. Pray, with, pray for them, support them. Because they have chosen to offer their lives to the service of God. So ito'y napakahalagang work, mga kapatid. Searching for reliable people. If you are this kind of person, you feel the call of God in your heart, then you should talk to your pastor. If you're from RLCC, you should talk to me. If you feel the call of God in your heart. And if not, you know, don't be burdened. Don't feel guilty na hindi mo nagagawa ito. Na parang, you know, you, you cannot uh, obey these this, uh, commandments from the Lord. Kasi it's not meant for you. But you should pray and you should lift up those who are being called as such. So tayo po ay manalangin. Dear Lord, maraming salamat sa you once again for our encounter with you through your word. Lord Jesus, salamat po that you are raising up people and calling them to serve you as your workforce in the kingdom of God. Lord, we pray for such people. We lift them up, Lord, in prayer. We ask that you would strengthen them and give them faith so that they will not give up and they would not lose hope. Uh, no, we know, Lord, that such a decision is not easy. But we pray for such people, Lord. In fact, we pray for reliable people to be raised up and identified in the church so that the gospel can be proclaimed everywhere. I pray for everyone, Lord, who may not have this kind of call, that they would be faithful to support, to pray, to be part of the uh, backup of these people, of these types of people who are giving their lives for the gospel. I pray that all of us would join hands uh, so that this would happen so that reliable people will be identified and trained and sent out. 
And Father, if there's anyone listening right now who's being called by God to do this, I pray that you would give him faith to respond uh, in obedience to the Lord, that he would not delay, that he would not give all kinds of excuses, but he would just simply say, Yes, Lord, here I am. Send me. So, Father, thank you so much for your word. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.